Welcome to Book Bistro, where book enthusiasts come to chat about the books they love in a warm and supportive environment. December 26th, 2019. I'm Shannon and I am here by myself today, briefly anyway, um, to bring you a bit of a different kind of episode. This is a tribute to romance author Joanna Lindsay, who passed away in October, but whose death was not openly talked about until December 22nd. So before I get into kind of the meat of this episode, I just want to give the usual housekeeping information. You can find us on Twitter and on Facebook by searching Book Bistro Podcast. On Facebook, you are more than welcome to join our listener group where you can chat with us as well as with other podcast listeners. You can also keep an eye on what we're reading. Um, We usually post that information on Wednesdays, but... We've taken a brief break because of the holidays, but we'll be back again um, on the 8th of January with more of what we're reading. And if you'd like to send us an email, you can do that. The address is thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. Okay, so now that I've given you all the housekeeping information, let's dive straight into the episode. I'm going to start out. And then um, Mika and Kristen and Stacy will each share some of their thoughts about this fantastic author. So Min sent um, a link to our Book Bistro staff thread on Sunday night with the obituary for Joanna Lindsay that was written in the New York Times. And that was the first that I had heard that she had died. And I was really, really shocked and sad. Um, She was one of the first authors that I read that was a romance author back in like, I don't know, 1993, maybe I read my first Joanna Lindsay book. Um, Probably, you know, when I was too young, really, to be reading these things, but that's how it goes. And I devoured so many of her books all the way through like my high school and college days. Um, It's been a while since I read one, not because I really haven't wanted to, but just because there's been a lot of other things to read. And I just really fell in love with her writing and it really kind of got me into the romance genre. Um... I loved her kind of Wild West romances, um, like Angel and A Heart So Wild. Um, And then there were like so many of the like Regency period. I really loved her Mallory Anderson series. I loved the books that she wrote about the Vikings. There were just so, so many that were great. And, you know, it's true. She wouldn't be considered politically correct by today's standards, but during the time that she was writing, um, you know, she, she wrote the things that readers wanted to read back then. And I think that's just very, 
very important and meaningful to so many of us. Apparently, her last book, Temptations Darling, was released in in July of 2019, and I don't know if they have another one like set to release in 2020 or if that was not finalized before she passed. Um, but there's a part of me that hopes that we'll have like one more Joanna Lindsay book coming out next year. Um, but even if we don't, I have so many fond memories of those early romances that I read. And I'm just so grateful that she shared her stories with all of us and awakened in us our love of the romance genre. Um, I just feel like I don't have a ton more to say other than that romance reading has been a huge part of my life, um, thanks in part to the writing of Joanna Lindsay and those women who wrote um, alongside her, Jude Devereaux and um, some of the early Julie Garwoods, Rosemary Rogers, who also passed away this year, Bertrice Small, just so many really stellar women who kind of opened my eyes to the things that I love about romance. So my introduction to Joanna Lindsay came when I was about 12 years old and um, received the book quite by accident from the library. I was very excited to read a book that was completely out of my wheelhouse, but that contained a lot of things like um, pirates and adventure, and there was a princess, and um, there was a tavern owner, and um, and I remember I remember it very clearly because it had the word wench in it, and so when it said wench, I was listening to the book in audio, and it said wench, and I remember that we had construction workers at our house at the time. And, you know, I was 12. So um, my level of being mature, pretty much non-existent. So I blasted that puppy up, turned up the player, and just kept rewinding it. And it would just be like, and wench, and I would rewind it again. And it'd be like, wench. Um, <laughs> so Anyway, and then my dad burst into the room and was like, what are you listening to? What did they say? And I was like, oh, it said bench. So um, that was kind of my introduction. I loved the book that I read. Um, it is the only Joanna Lindsay book that I read. But I remember after reading it being like, I need to find more books like this. You know, there there was a happy ending. Everybody was happy. There was a lot of sex in that book. Like, woo. Um, as I got older I, and became um, ensconced in the romance community, I definitely found out what a bodice ripper actually was and that this one was one. And this book, uh, Once a Princess, is kind of a crazy sauce, banana pants, um, bonkers romance. Um, it's, it's not meant to be funny, but it was pretty, it's definitely banana pants, as I would, as I would call it. Um, but I just remember the setting was just so lush and there was so much, you know, there were spies and political intrigue and beautiful castles that were lovingly described um, and food. And this once a princess is about this woman who is, she works in a tavern and it takes place in the 1800s. And 
Um, basically, she's kidnapped by the prince to go to Carpathia because she is, her name is like Tatiana and she is a, she's a princess and now they want to guard her. And um, so it, for me, for that time in my life, reading that book, the effect that it had on me is that I really, I really wanted more romance, um, but I didn't necessarily know that that was what I was looking for. I just wanted something more. Um, the idea that she has passed away fills me with um, with sadness, and yet there is definitely a legacy that she um, that she left behind. We all know the histories of the old school romance, as we call it, um, from the seventies, eighties, and nineties, um, and that you know if they were um, historical, and so there was a lot of. Um, bodice ripper kinds of behavior in those books. And yet that was the landscape of publishing. And, um, and I think that people publishing books back then really worked with what they had and created that sense of agency. Maybe it wasn't what we see as that now, but, um, but it definitely paved the way. So Fortunately for all of us, there are plenty of Joanna Lindsay books to read, to binge, to consume. And um, hopefully, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't read her, maybe maybe we've sparked a little curiosity and um, and maybe we have sparked some interest in checking out her backlist and reading her writing. So Joanna Lindsay, you will definitely be quite missed. And um, the works that have been created are something that um, romance readers get to read for years and years and years to come with your books about family and life. And there are Westerns and adventures. So I think that everybody can find something, can find a, a Joanna Lindsay book to read so that they can get to know the stories of this wonderful author who has left us far too soon. Joanna Lindsay was one of the authors that really got me into historical romances. Um, Her book, The Present, was the first book of hers I ever read. Um, I read it as a teenager. I had it on cassette tape. It was an audio book. And it wasn't until years later that I realized that that was a part of her Mallory Anderson series. And when I figured that out, I just devoured the whole series, um, book one through 12. And, you know, the present, I think, is one of the most significant books in the whole series. Um, it comes right in the middle and it brings the whole family um together and it runs on a dual timeline um so that uh you get to see the Mallory Anderson or the Mallory um line Mallory side of the family uh how they were started um with Christopher and Anastasia uh, and I, it's a beautiful love story, but it, it also runs on the modern, um, I guess, today's family um, of the Mallory and Andersons um, 
family at Christmas time, and it's just a beautiful love story on so many different levels um, in the current day family and the past ancestor ancestors family. Um, it's just a beautiful way to to wrap up the whole family in one book and show you how it all started and how beautiful a love story it really was. Um, it's that's the series that I really go to in historical romance when I want to remember that romance doesn't have to be super difficult um, when I just need that spark of hope and hopeless romantic side of me to feel good again. Um, she's who I go to and what makes me happy and believe in I guess that fairy tale um, again and we all need a little bit of that in our lives so uh, Joanna Lindsay is just an amazing author um, all the way around and I will continue to return to her books when I uh, when I need that pick me up and I will always recommend her to um, especially her Mallory Anderson series um, to those who enjoy historical romances. Um, I do need to read some of her other novels. Um, I'm pretty sure that I will like them just as much, but the Mallory Andersons are just... They're a family that I kind of feel a part of. Um, they are really in my heart as if they were my own family, and I think that's a great a great thing for a series to to be able to do. I discovered Joanna Lindsay as a teenager and I gobbled her books like candy. This is probably at least 25 years ago. Um, and I loved everything about her books. You know, they range from books about Vikings to books about the old American West, Scottish Highlands, all of her Mallory novels some amazing pirate novels. And then we had this whole category of books where the heroine was kidnapped and taken to these tents in the Far East and like sold in slavery to these sheiks that ended up being British noblemen in disguise. And <laughs> all of her wackadoodle plots, whatever. You know, Joanna Lindsay wrote about love and sex and passion. She wrote about adventure and freedom for women in a time when women didn't have freedom and love and passion. And, you know, she wrote books that took place in different time periods, but her message was always the same, that women have the right to have adventures, to be free and confident and strong, and to speak up about what they wanted. And I just, I think about all the books I loved and the, the two that come to mind for, you know, the most that I, I just, I still think about today would be Once a Princess and Angel. Um, but I of course loved all of her Mallory novels, her pirate books. I mean, there were so many things that I loved, but you know, what, what her books taught me about as a young woman, as a young adult, uh, what, what I, what I learned from her was that it's okay to feel passion. It's okay to have adventure. It's okay to enjoy sex. And I I really value the lessons that I learned from the books I read by Joanna Lindsay. And today I raise a glass to her and I mourn I mourn her because I feel like she was 
a pioneer in our romance genre, and she laid the foundation for the romance writers of today. And I thank her so much for all that she taught me and for all of the great good fun and sexy times and everything that her books gave to me for so many years. So this brings us to the end of today's kind of tribute episode for Joanna Lindsay. Again, it's short, but hopefully it is as meaningful to you as you listen to it as it was to us as we put it together. And um, I hope you all had a fantastic holiday and that you received or will receive many great, great books. If you would like to leave us a rating or a review, you can do that on Apple Podcasts or any other platform that you use to access the show. Not only does it tell us what you think, but it also helps other people find us when they're looking for book-related podcasts. Um, It kind of advances us in the Google algorithm. So I will be back next Tuesday morning with an author interview and, of course, the guide to new releases. And some number of us will be back on Friday with more bookish greatness. Take care, everybody.